Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. Sunday sit-down ESPN New Hampshire. Of course, we are uh, broadcasting live here downtown Nashville, New Hampshire. Tune in app ESPNNHradio.com, 912.50 a.m. as well. If you're in the area, downtown Nashua, right across the street maybe. Who knows? Uh, 603-883-9900, of course, is the number to join us. You'll get Steve Accardi on the uh, phone line until it gets you on here. And uh, what's going on, fellas? We have an um, hour and a half here to talk sports like we do every, each and every week. Excited to be back with you boys. Not a full crew. No Jack or Mike today. Yeah, but that's to be expected. I don't even have to bring it up anymore, yeah, do I? Yeah, that's not yeah, the full I, I, crew. <laughs> this is the full crew. We have no reserves today. Full crew. I can tell you who's not in the area to listen. Jaja's freaking pastry shop. <laughs> I go there for my coffee. He's mad about this. I go there for my coffee on Sundays before the show, and they have a piece of paper on the door that says they're not going to be there today. You guys can't take days off. I need my coffee on Sunday morning. Right. I had to ask Ross to get me a, a black coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, which is fine. I appreciate it, Ross. Yeah. Everything you do for me. You know what's weird about the whole them not being here, which actually is really weird? The fact that it's like the busiest shopping it, it weekend of the year. It's weird. Like, wouldn't you think they want to be open? Yeah, and get it was that Small Business that, Saturday yesterday, wasn't it? I hope it? they were open yesterday. Yeah, it was like, Small Business Saturday not, yesterday. How are you not open? I wasn't open yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a small business. But no, it's it's. Why would you not be open on Sunday? You guys had all week off. Come on, you're really bitter about this. I am. Yeah, I, know. I well, am. He's I, bitter they, about a lot of things. Come but on, they, let's that, be real. That's they true. have that's great true. coffee. That's what me and Jared get along. That's true. I, I'm yeah, a very bitter person myself. Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> just, just if you haven't noticed listening to the show, I'm pretty bitter. <laughs> just drinking the negative Kool Aid. That's what you guys. That's do. what I'm about. Well, I wanted to drink a black coffee this morning, but guess who didn't get to drink a black coffee from Jaja's? You know, I probably shouldn't say this. Come go there next week. they be like, if they are listening. They're going to be pissed. They're going to be like, oh, heard you slandering heard us. You, uh, we don't want to give you a black copy. Please get out. <laughs> yeah. Go walk down the street. No, nah, they're the best, though. Now i got to start kissing their butts. So <laughs> you guys have a good holiday break? I ate a lot of food. I ate a lot of food. A lot of food. It, by the time we lot. got to Thanksgiving, it was my third Thanksgiving. So I was pretty sick of the turkey um, side of things. But, you know, alcohol and uh, pumpkin pie really go well together. Oh, yeah. And i got to give a shout-out to my... Uh, Little cousin Mia, she listens to the show all the time. Avid listener. Avid listener. Avid listener. What's up, Mia? She yeah. So she's uh she's a little bit of a bulldog though. We were playing this like little game where you ha- it's kind of like horse except we have the, these small little like pumpkins you got to throw it at things and she won. <laughs> and she was wait just, I want to play this what game. A game. No, it was sick though. It's honestly because my <laughs> house I have so a old. Riveting. It does. No, it, it is kind of competitive. Yeah, pumpkins you throw it at stuff. I watched. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah oh. cool. I, I watched her lose. No, it's fun game. though because you know you kind of get everyone in, in like a half semi circle. And these things are like are small. So is that a, is that a quarter circle? If it's a half semi circle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How, how is all right. yes, I'm just that's trying correct. to, We're trying to, trying to nah, it. teach it's just, good habits here. Yeah. For our listeners. It's it's fun. It's fun though. And honestly, everyone cheats. My father always has to cheat immediately once the game gets started. You know, because you have like stuff behind you that no one can hit. He's like, all right, bang it off this, and that's what it is. But uh, no, she won, and she's twelve, and then she let everyone else knew that she won. For the rest of the day. Like, well, yeah, I mean, if you won, you'd I do the dominated. same thing. I would have put, you I would put my money on Mia. I, if I was there, uh, I would have yeah, put my money dude, on Mia, too. I mean, Mia was was kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> we I wouldn't mess with her. We missed out a good time. to. Was that was that anything on Bovada? Could you bet on that? Yeah, is there a line over and under? Over <laughs> under? <laughs> I, know, I know the betting favors were not very favorable in my in my corner. No surprise. Yeah. yeah. Complete underdog. 
He's like the Cleveland Browns of that game. No, 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 no. Good. I'm, I'm more like, yo, just, just I'm straight more defeated. Like, defeated. Like San Diego Chargers. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna win, but I'm gonna put up a good fight. You want to be Philip Rivers? I kind of do want to be Philip Rivers. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the talking about Hello. being professional. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay. So as, as much as I want to keep talking, Mia, we appreciate you listening to the show. Um, the over unders for that game must have been phenomenal. But Pablo Sandoval has been in the news. And we'll talk about Patriots, Jets. We'll get there. It's it's a Jets week, so we'll have to do that. Um, but the fact that the Giants are supposedly interested in Pablo Sandoval and trading back for Pablo Sandoval is kind of great to do me. Do it in a heartbeat. Um, no, I don't know if I will actually do it. I kind of want him on this team. And I, I put that over Twitter. I know Steve was kind of shocked by that as well. And Ross is giving me a look. I thought but, you were drunk. I, maybe a little bit. Um, hmm. But I'm still... Sober enough, I'm still wanting him on this team. You need a little competition at the third base spot. You know, who are you going to play next year if Ronnie he's not Rodriguez. Here? No, you're right. Who are you going to play? Ronnie Rodriguez. That's, that's, that's the question. Who's system. the backup? Who's, what who's I'm gonna... telling you is Pedro Martinez has to go back down to the DR because my boy Ronnie Rodriguez is tearing it up right now down there. He's the MVP of the entire Dominican well, Winter Ball League, whatever whatever they actually call it. He's tearing it up right now. You also, But you got to see how that translates to... It, trans- it, trans- it, it translates from Spanish to English. Isn't he with the Indians? No, he's not even on our like. No, he was he was with system. the Columbus Clippers, but yeah, his but contract's up. So he's a free agent. Oh. He's ready to rock and roll. Okay, now it makes sense. Now I was like, he's now now there's some relevance. Now we're tampering. We can't talk about other players. No. <laughs> um, yeah, wait. Aren't they? Can't the Red Sox not sign any foreign players for right now? Yeah, they they have a little. They're they're suspended because of the that whole issue. Yeah. What. They are suspended from any foreign players because of was it the Yormancada move? No, it was no, the other one. Somebody ones. else. It was, it was other Cuban players. They, it was other Cuban. Yeah, they is were. It just, oh. Is it just? Is it all foreign or is it just the Cuban born? Uh, just Cuban? I believe it's. I believe it's foreign. Okay, I mean, at least you kept Mancada of all that. So yeah, not a huge deal. Um, but, but I would. But serious question: Who plays back? Who's your third base? That yeah, that's like, it. You know, who plays if, third base? If Pablo gets sent away to San Francisco. What would uh, we get in return? You're banking on Travis. You're not. You're not going to get if if you get a third baseman in return. It's not going to be good. Then what? yeah, he's not going to be that good. You're uh, not going to get a player. Wait, in why, 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 would they, why would they give you a third baseman in return? You're not getting a player that's, in return for Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, why would you get a third baseman in return? That, well, that's that's what I'm saying. You're not going to do that, so it's, it's you're not. That's not going to happen. Uh, the only thing that I would really do that move for, I guess, would be a decent, a good pitcher. I think they would. I think they would trade high. But see, I don't think you can get a player for him. No, I, don't, I think I you're, don't getting, they, you're getting picks. You're getting You're going to get a. So, yeah. that, but then that's not worth it. Exactly. Then you're, you're banking off of Travis Shaw playing third base, who apparently can't hit an outside pitch. No. Um, I, I'm willing to give Pablo Sandoval a shot because one, you need someone to kind of hold Travis Shaw accountable because he was terrible. Um, and I don't know if he's ready to be your everyday player as much as I want him to be because I like Travis Shaw a lot. He looked great at the season. Aaron Hill. Yeah, so uh, uh, <laughs> Aaron Hill. Um, so really, you have a hole at third base. You, you know do. what? I, I say I'll say hold on to him because maybe the theme of giving people second chances. I mean, look what happened with Hanley. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and Pablo and Porcello just won a Cy Young Award. Second yeah, and chance. Porcello. So maybe you, you roll tra- the you dice. Rick Porcello. I say I say you give Pablo a year. I mean, maybe the fact that he got hurt this year um, that makes hurt. Yeah, hurt. Air quotes, folks. But I mean, he broke the belt. Hurt, fat, same thing. But what I've been saying the whole time though is like, there's just something you can't teach, and you cannot teach clutch. And you name another person in the last ten years that's been more clutch in the playoffs than Pablo Sandoval. Well, and I look at that situation too because he probably don't say David Freeze. That was just one year. It doesn't count. I wasn't. No one one was going to say. Don't I hate him? (laughs) Um, One guy that I mean, I would like to have him still here, um, and I think that. 
he did lose weight. You've seen pictures of it. Just proof. You know, he he, he was at um, what football club was it? Overseas. He was um, where'd he go? I forget. Was it Liverpool? It might have been. I don't remember. Um, he was with someone. I forget who it was, but he. Well, there were pictures out there, and he was slim. He looked good. Um, I would give him a shot only because. Now, if because in the situation this year too, if he was healthy enough to come back, get some games under his belt, and be on your postseason roster as a pinch hitter, wouldn't you have done that? Wouldn't I would have because he's so good in the playoffs. You could have used his bat in the playoffs and what he. I mean, it wouldn't have been a hundred percent what he always was with the Giants, but his bat in the playoffs is phenomenal. And I would have taken that rest just to put him on the roster because if you needed a guy, there's an extra bat. And it's yeah. out of this world too because when so his his playoff numbers are they're some of the best that's. In this past century, phenomenal. They're, I mean, they're incredible. Up, they were poppy. <laughs> oh, it has to be. Yeah, they're incredible. And even looking at his regular season stats with the Giants, they they weren't bad by any means. People always look to the, the playoffs yep. to when they defend Pablo Sandoval, but he his average over his years with San Francisco is what two ninety two. So it's not like he had a bad bat during the regular season, and he was a pretty damn good third baseman too. So he was a valuable it, player for any organization at the time. He had one season where he played with the Red Sox so far. He batted two forty five and he was very fat. Mm-hmm. He would tweet about food consistently. <laughs> uh, it missed last season, and he's losing weight. A lighter, a thinner, leaner Pablo Sandoval is better. We saw that when he was in San Francisco. The picture where he, had his, he lifted up his shirt, and you can actually kind of see abs. That's when Pablo was very, very good. And if he can do that this season with the Red Sox, I want them to take the chance because we know what we have with Travis Shaw, a guy who can't hit the outside pitch. Yep. Maybe he can fix it, but if you lean back on every single pitch thrown to you, you're not going to hit that outside pitch. We know Pablo can do that. We know Pablo can hit. We know Pablo can play third base. And I think the biggest reason why I have faith in Sandoval is the fact that you know his issue, you know, the eating disorder itself, is out in the open. Yeah, you know, we, sure. we we now know what it is. It's not something where just he just eats a lot of, and just throws food in his face. Like he actually has a legitimate issue, and it looks like he's t- taking care of it. I think this year was less of an injury and more of him taking care of himself, yeah, which is as fine. a human being. And I think it's helped. So looking at the pictures, I think he's in the right direction. I don't know if it's necessarily his job to lose this spring by any means. Um, I think him and Travis Shaw are pretty much on an even playing field, and you got to come in and see who takes it. But at the same time, got to give him the shot at this and point. He's put the work in, right? Why wouldn't you have the competition? I mean, he can't hurt. And it's not like there's really no salary cap in baseball. I feel no. like this is the only real exception. <laughs> like, if this was hockey and you had a guy like this, there's just eating bye. up cap room. You're like, bye. bye, you're gone. Even the NFL more so. Um, so I just kind of I feel like why not? I mean, hold on to him, give him a chance. Um, and it was uh, I checked it was a FC Barcelona game. That's right. So he was at the Bernabeu. Um, so. Yeah, why not? I mean, honestly, I feel like if you can get – that's the biggest hole offensively is that third base position because Shaw – You had Brock Aaron Holt playing in the playoffs. Brock you had, you had your utility guy and in I, third base. I, love, I, I would love Brock Holt to be there, but it's just something weird. It's He's just not the, an everyday it's player, the mental, though. He's it's a the utility mental, guy. That's it. It's the mental capacity. It's the same thing with like a closer. Like You can't come in when you have a tie game or it's not a close situation, you're terrible. Same with we make Brock Holt an everyday starter well, at the same position. I feel like he can start every day at a different position. What kind of hurts Pablo Sandoval in this market, too, is if, okay, so if he goes back to San Francisco, we know they love him. And I'm sure that he wouldn't really mind that. Boston is a dog-eat-dog world when it comes to sports. Yes. Once, once you start screwing up and you show that you don't really care, uh, the fans ride you. We ride you. People on Sports Talk Radio, they get on you. Uh, when his belt exploded last year, I'm sure he saw the pictures on Twitter about it. And he's he's a very sensitive guy, and that's something that we gathered last year, which means to me, if he starts to struggle early on in the season next year, is he going to be able to recover? 
because he hears the words. He hears the noise. So I'm worried that if, if we start to criticize him early on, yep. which, which we have to. Of course. Everybody has. You, if, you're, if you're not playing well, we have to criticize you. But is, that gonna, is, is he going to be able to play through that? That's what I need to know. Well, the thing is because he's he, got to start. He's got to start mean, quick. He's got to start very fast. He hasn't had much criticism in his career while playing. Obviously, he has. He's here. been good. Obviously, all the criticism here has happened because of his. Because we hate everybody, and, and we hate everything about everything until they prove otherwise. Um, what do you guys make of the Giants' comments? The president and GM coming out and saying, uh, "Why not? Um, you know, I'm not. In, we're not doing that. There's no. There's nothing to that. Um, is that a smokescreen? Like, obviously, they're not going to kind of divulge their hand this early, especially with winter meetings coming up and things like that. But do, what do you guys make of those comments? Why would I don't I just don't understand like why would anyone tell the media the truth? <laughs> look, at, look at Bill Belichick. <laughs> like why, why? I mean I, I don't. Maybe they've talked about it. I mean that that could be that doesn't necessarily mean that they weren't thinking about it. That just maybe they didn't move forward in that direction to maybe they didn't call big. Hey, all right, what do you want to give up? Maybe they're like, hey, we are interested, but we we didn't make the efforts to go through. With it. So I don't think the comments really – I think the comments are kind of Switzerland. Well, something something interesting uh, about it, and I'm reading this on MLB.com, uh, <laughs> club executives are prohibited from publicly discussing the potential oh, yeah. acquisitions of players under contract with another team. So really, yeah, you he can't. can't say anything. So why are we even – like this guy said what he was allowed to say. If yep. he says anything more, he can get fined. Why would he say anything else? Yeah, it's tampering until the winter meetings start because uh, that's when the official like allowed to – kind of put those words into play and say who they want and things like that. And I'm intrigued to see what happens with the winter meetings this year because with the Red Sox, you do have holes to fill. You have pitchers out there. You have, There are deals to be made. Um, I, I don't think this one's going to be made, though. I, I think he's in camp. I think Pablo Sandoval's in camp come next year. I think he's going to positionally battle with Travis Shaw uh, to play third base next year. And I honestly, I'm predicting it now on what's today's date, November 27th, a couple days after Thanksgiving. He's going to be your third baseman next Mark year. Mark it down. Mark it down. Well, earlier was uh, I already forget was it you or Steve who said I think it was you who said that you don't think it's Pablo's job to lose. I'm kind of on the opposite end of that. I think it is Pablo's job to lose because Travis Shaw got taken out in the playoffs. Tra- so bad. They they didn't trust him that much. Where he he was a starting third baseman for most of the season. Come playoff time, they took him out. They took him out because he wasn't good enough. They got well. It, Brock Holt was they, also like playing out of his mind. Yeah, but they couldn't take him out. But as as a starting third baseman, you would think that he would be there. So that's why to me. It is wide open, and I think they, they're kind of looking at Pablo Sandoval as their third baseman for next season. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I really do think that as much as I don't think it's his job to lose, like I think they're coming in an even playing field because of the situation. Um, but I also do think that he, he's going to be your third baseman next year. Now, see how long that lasts. You know, Travis Shaw will be on the team. He's not going down to AAA. Um, we'll see. Brock Holt will be that utility guy to play everywhere. So there's going to be a backup there in case. But they're not going to go out and fill third base because there's other holes to fill. You know, they got to fix the bullpen. Maybe Greg Holland's a part of that. We've seen those rumors. That'd be phenomenal. Um, you, like you said, that'd make your bullpen over the top, Craig potentially. Cam- Craig Kimbrell, who I think got over his bridge year, yep. who didn't have a horrendous year, but it wasn't the year wasn't that him. you expect out of Craig Kimbrell. Nope. As your closer, you have Greg Holland and Carson Smith with the potential to have Koji Uihara, who showed some spark at the end of the year last year. Just with those four names, Koji's a meh. Koji's a know. sixth. Inning guy now. Is Holland, yeah. is Holland a sure thing? Uh, it's, the Red Sox are one of the most aggressive I saw, suitors. I saw they went to his trial, but I didn't hear anything after that. They're he, one of the most aggressive suitors in, in the Greg Holland sweepstakes. I wouldn't be shocked if do John Rossi pays for him. Um, when do you guys think the Red Sox are actually going to start making moves? Because uh, I saw that they were, they were going to lay off because the winter meetings happen in like a week. Is that one of this? Next week. I didn't know if that it was They're that early December. I don't think it's this week. I think it's the Monday after. I think it's that week. Um... 
look, I, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't think there's going to be a strike. I know that's come up. Um, if they don't get, God, if they, if they don't have a deal in place with the CBA, there could potentially be a strike, and that means baseball. If there's a lockout, then they that. can't do any moves. They can't do anything. I don't think baseball so, can afford that. No, you know they I mean? can't. The they ratings the going down, and 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 you just had the greatest, uh, you know, amazing World Series that everyone's buzzing about. The Cubs just won the the World Series after you know so many years of not getting it done. The Indians had a great up and coming underdog story. I felt like you need to build off this momentum. You can't have a strike. That's like the worst thing ever. Like remember when hockey they had their strike? How many years ago was it? Eight eight years ago when they had that. Well, they had like three under Batman. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, like, pick, pick one of them. They They're were all really, bad. They were really trending in the right direction, and then they had a strike, and it sent them back three, four years. Mm-hmm. You cannot afford to have. I'm a strike not 100 percent right thinking that there's going to be one. I think they'll figure it out. But I think they have to. I, you're right. I think they really do have. Well, to. is there is there a lot of is there a lot are there a lot of issues that they're going to have to discuss that's kind of gonna that could hold them back. Um, Do we know? I don't really know any. I don't even know that. I don't even have any yeah, major like, issues. I think a lot of it's like the pace of play stuff, what they need from players, yeah. what the players want, and that's not um, the kind of stuff that that's going to that should hold up. That shouldn't hold up. But the deadline, I don't know when the deadline is, um, but it's soon because it's before the winter meetings. Well, here's the thing between between you, if you want to compare the MLB and the NFL, we talk about like the MLB. I don't think there's any glaring issues that can really prevent this season from beginning no. at, at its regular start date. And then if you want to talk about like the NFL CBA. There are going to be issues. I think we're going to miss a season. You're going to miss a whole season. I think 2020, are, you're going to miss the entire season. I think we are not season. going to have an NFL season in 2020. It's unfortunate. Prepare yourself now. No fantasy football 2020. Uh, no. Um, that's I don't coming. Buy it. What? Really? Nope. How bad is it? They're, they're not going to play 2020. The union and the, the, league, the owners, the they hate each the other. The league right can now. afford to take yeah. it brutal. A, a because year off. the union for the NFL is awful. They've done a terrible job. They got screwed in their CBA. I mean, how do you. How do you give Roger Goodell all this yeah, power? That's your fault. <laughs> that's your fault. Demora Smith, or uh, what's his name? You're right. Am I right with that? Yeah. Like that's your fault. So yes, the NFL PA is arguably the worst players' union out of all of them. We know the baseball's got the strongest. Yep. So I I feel like they brought it on themselves because they didn't know totally what they were arguing for, and I feel like it came back to bite them in the ass. No, it really did. Um, really did. It really did. And you said you start with the Defl- executioner. And def- you gave him that. And Deflategate really kind of pointed that out. As much as like obviously Ray Rice did and Adrian Peterson, but Deflategate really kind of pulled out everything in that CBA that was wrong with it. It came out with Deflategate because we tried it every which way to read into that CBA to figure out why the Goodell was wrong. But he was within mm-hmm. his power. He and was that, exactly what the players said he was allowed to do. Is allowed to execute. And what now he did. Footlocker's doing a commercial making fun. Love about that commercial. It. Dude, that's amazing. Awesome. Love that. Amazing. Commercial. Awesome. That commercial is great. Amazing. Um, Pat's Jets today. Don't know if it's going to be close or not. It's going to be a close game because I, I feel like, let's be honest, if the Jets were smart and, I don't know, you didn't have Woody Johnson barking down your throat, um, you would not play Ryan Fitzpatrick. You would be like, all right, we're going to play Bryce Petty. We're going to get a top five pick. Do I think Todd Bowles is a good coach? Hell yeah. Do I think they would be absolutely foolish to fire him? Absolutely. That's why I'm excited when he's going to get fired this year. I think Woody Johnson, <laughs> that's why I think Woody Johnson is just an idiot. So he shouldn't be playing. Why? Like, what do you guys? I feel like the fact that he didn't get wasn't out for the year is really going to come back to bite him because he's gonna he's good enough to get them a couple wins. He sucks, but he's better than a lot of a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, and they're going to be picking like tenth instead of like third. Well, we know how Steve feels. Uh, when we come back Sunday, sit down ESPN New Hampshire. We're going to break down Pat's Jets. Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? 
will put it off no longer. Nashville Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, window treatments, and especially wallpaper and flooring. They offer wall coverings for your commercial, designer, and residential properties and work with top brands to give you the floor that you're looking for. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class, and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at buynorthendmazda.com. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and I will never forget meeting Alyssa, who suffered from hyperacusis. Alyssa virtually lived in her dark bedroom, and when I spoke with her, I had to do so in a gentle whisper. What is hyperacusis? Well, imagine being at a movie where the soundtrack is turned way, way up. After five minutes, you just have to leave holding your ears. Things like turning newspaper pages, running water, your child placing dishes on the table, all are intolerable to someone like Alyssa. Hyperacusis is a strange condition, but even people who suffer from serious migraines experience it. Now, you may not know someone like Alyssa, but her story underscores that all of us are being constantly bombarded with noise. So friend, take the earplugs out and turn down the volume. And when you have a chance, visit disabilitycampaign.org to learn more about hyperacusis and other disabilities. Stress. It can make your heart race, your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit Optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed, and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit Optum.com stress. That's O-P-T-U-M dot stress. A public service message from this station. Imagine this, your 13-year-old son is at his friend's house. There's probably a bunch of them, all hanging out in the basement. They're watching TV or maybe playing video games. There's lots of joking around, laughing, maybe some roughhousing, and maybe they're doing shots of whiskey in between beers. And maybe one has gone into the liquor cabinet to see what else he can find. Imagine your kid doing that. New Hampshire ranks second in the nation in alcohol use among 12 to 20-year-olds. And almost a third of our teens report that they started drinking before they were 15. You can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org and help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire. Start the conversation today. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. 
Sometimes people make assumptions about what someone with a disability can or cannot do. For 15-year-old Katrin, who has cerebral palsy, her disability leaves her unable to speak or move. But Katrin can see and hear. So it's a little awkward when people are standing around her and talking about her. But instead of Katrin and her family brushing others off, they attached a sign to her wheelchair that says, Hi, I'm Katrin. I hear and understand everything you say, but I cannot speak. I can answer questions using yes or no, so please ask me if I need my communication board. Thanks for talking with me. <laughs> By showing people how to communicate with her, Katrin is helping change attitudes and is building relationships. When it comes to connecting with someone who has a disability, it just takes a little communication and a little understanding. Missed a portion of the show? Go to ESPNNHradio.com and download the podcast now. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. I'm Steve Accardi. The Patriots are in New Jersey today to take on the bottom dwellers in the AFC East in the New York Jets with kickoff at 4.30. Quarterback Tom Brady missed Wednesday and Thursday's practice excuse me, uh, nursing a sore knee but is expected to play today. Tight end Rob Gronkowski has made significant process during the last 24 hours according to sources and is a true game-time decision. Jabal Shear did travel with the team. He was a healthy scratch last week and did not make the trip to San Francisco. The Celtics blew a 14-point lead on route to a 108-103 loss to the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs bench was the difference maker in the game, led by Patty Mills, who poured in 19 points and outscored the Celtics 56-30 total. Jay Crowder had an effective game with 18 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds. The Seas have the day off, but will take on the lowly Miami Heat, who will be without star point guard Goran Dragic on Monday. The Bruins will look to snap a two-game losing streak today when they host Steven Stopkos and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The puck will drop right after the show at 1 p.m. San Francisco Giants general manager Bobby Evans has refuted the report that the team was looking to bring back third baseman Pablo Sandoval. Atlanta Falcons star cornerback Desmond Trufant will miss the remainder of the season as he will need surgery on a torn pectoral muscle. This 90-second update was brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. away here in the studio. A little Suicide Squad theme. This is the official Boston Celtics like intro. Yeah, let's get, them, let's get them going before they get them going before they lose to the uh, Golden State Warriors. God, didn't they have like DJ Khaled for like three years in a row? They, they had did. All they of changed, his they changed it up. I'm glad they're they're moving on to Skrillex. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's never a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> so they sit down. Yes, we your hands. Let's get you high. Uh, 603-883-9900, The phone number to join us here. Um, if you want to talk anything, really, Pats, Jets. Pablo Sandoval, if you want to talk about Steve's Thanksgiving, we're here. We're here. <laughs> you want to ask more questions share? about that pumpkin yeah. game? <laughs> it's a big, we want to know blast, all about the pumpkin man. game. We just got bored and we just came up with this tradition. It's hilarious. If we have any real journalists out there who want to call in and interrogate Steve, we'll give you the floor. I'd no, love to hear we it. Need, so, we need an official rule book. Official yeah, rule book. official rule book. No, <laughs> the funniest thing is, like, my family, we have all different, like, my, watching my grandmother try to do this is the funniest thing ever. Is she coming second? No, dead last. <laughs> oh, damn. Something's rigged there. Grandma's got to be higher on that list. Um, 
Pats Jets, of course, today. Before we get on, because I do want to talk about Jabal Sheard again, because now he is playing. He's there, he's with the team, obviously at home on the road. Excuse me, and he's there. He's he's probably going to play today. Steve, what did you say during the break about Matt Forte? Because now this just grinds my. So gears. this is kind of interesting. Is that um, originally in the off season, um, the first day of free agency? Of course, this is according to you know the flagship um, that Matt Forte went to meet with the Jets. Um, they flew him in. There were some concerns about the condition of his knee during the physical, um, so the Jets weren't rushing to sign him. However, um, end quote, the delay made Forte antsy, and that evening the 30-year-old running back headed to the airport to board a flight and sign with the Patriots. As soon as the Jets heard Forte was in New England bound, their behavior changed, sources said. Any concerns about the knee were overlooked, and a three-year, $12 million contract was written up and signed. This is like the same exact thing that happened with Steve Smith. Too. He's like, went to Baltimore. He's like, all right, love it. Then give me it. I'm on the flight to New England and I'm not coming back. And they're like, hey, no, 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 no. We can't let that happen. We'll give you what I you want. I feel like everyone's well, just against ev- New England getting good players. Well, yeah, that everyone, well, the players understand that all these teams are like, well, we don't want these amazing players going there because we're already having a tough time now. So they're just doing that. They're like, all right, cool. You don't want to meet my demands. Well, that poses a good question then. Did he? I want to. Did Forte actually want to come here? Did Steve Smith actually or, want to or, come here? Steve Smith, or, or, or were they or just even, using the or Patriots? Or did he even have someone to talk to when he did land in Boston? Yeah, you know what I mean. Or or he, he was just, like, you know, he was just, just visiting the city. He yeah. was just coming to have well, a good time. He's is, like, no, I'm literally just going to New England. We all sat I mean, here. Great clam chowder. Dude, the leaves up there. The foliage, unbelievable. More, more power to him. If like, it's like, remember, I don't think this is necessary. Remember Ronaldo McLean when he had his his breakout year with the Cowboys, and he's like, all right, I'm going to talk to New England. And he used that to bid himself up, and he said, sorry to New England. Like, uh, you know, I, I was always going to sign what with a Dallas. Good, what a good problem to have. I, be that good, and then you. other teams literally don't want you to get these superstars who want to come to New England. Well, that poses the question, though. Did Matt, because I think we it, talked about legit, here for, uh, no. Matt Forte. We thought would be the per- is the perfect pa- is the perfect he Patriot is. one he, of the perfect Patriots. You would have had there. four good running, and you would have had have four studs. But it doesn't matter. So I, I look at this and go. Did Forte really want to come here? Yes. Or was he really just using New England as a leverage? No. Was Steve Smith using New England as a leverage to get where he really, really Steve wanted? Smith said he des- he really wanted to come here too. He Baltimore was his but number why didn't one. He? Baltimore was his number one. The Patriots were his number two. He says respect to Belichick. Um, but just that Baltimore was a little bit more of a fit for him. Which let's be honest, for a personnel wise, Steve Smith, definitely. They're nitty gritty, they talk trash. They're kind of, you know, not not they're a little bit dirty. They're a little bit dirty. Yeah. That the kind of fits. mentality. But I mean, honestly, with with Edelman and Gronk, they talk so much trash. You would fit in perfectly with the Patriots. But yeah, yeah, but, I think yeah, but Steve Smith swings at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want Steve Smith on this. I, would, no, I would. I would oh love him. Oh my goodness, he'd I would be love so him. good. But uh, but no, I do think because these bo- these players, they both were looking for new contracts, kind of at the tail end of their career as they yep. were as they were getting older, and at that point. You want to look for a team who's going to win, and that's what I brought Forte up during said the break. Too. Forte said he wanted to go to a team who he was done with looking for money. He wanted to be on a winning team that had a chance to win a Super Bowl. Yep. And that's why I think that he did want to come to New England because on yep. New England, New England is they're the powerhouse of the league every single season. And with the with the way they already had Martellus Bennett, uh, this team was looking phenomenal once again. Well, think about with Forte too, because last year. Even without Martell's Ben in the picture yet. Yeah, they didn't have Ben. Matt, Matt oh, they didn't have him at that point. He, no, he's it was new first year. This is new this year. So if Matt Forte looks at this team and goes, "Okay, New England's in the AFC Championship game almost every single year. What can I do for this team? Make them better. Make and think about that. 
we always complain about the, the Patriots not having a consistent running game. Um, you don't know what happens with Deion Lewis. He and then he got hurt, and Legarrette Blunt's always a question mark. This year, obviously, he's having a phenomenal year. Legarrette Blunt is never a question mark, except when you start talking about him. Yeah, that's because he's, he's a, a beast. Still has a question. He's mark. a beast. That being said, if you look at this team, you put if you're Matt Forte and you think about who's on that roster, and you put myself onto it, what I what I know I can still do. You, your favorites to go to the Super Bowl because you add that dimension because Forte isn't just a good pass catching back. He can run the football, and he can get in between the tackles. So you put a dual threat of, say, LeGarrette Blunt and Matt Forte back there. Yeah. That's a that's a force to be reckoned put, with put with, with the greatest quarterback ever to play the game. <laughs> he reminds me of a in, better of Kevin team. Falk. Yeah. He reminds me of better Kevin Falk. If, if, More if agile, give, better running, better runner than Kevin Falk. If sure. you can get a running back like Deion Lewis who's, who's going to catch passes and, and turn these – Turn one two yard passes into twenty yard gains. Yep, that's that's what's going to send this team over the top. Mm-hmm. Even though they, I would say they already are over the top yep. on offense, but even more over the top. Yeah. They're still climbing <laughs> so, the ladder. Now, here's the thing, though. His contract, though, three years, twelve Don't million. Care. Four. Well, I mean, at the time in the beginning of the offseason, I'm like, all right, they're going to give Collins and Hightower extensions, and then maybe Shear's going to get some money, and then. You know, Ninkovich, you know, maybe he's going to get some. Now it's like, no, yeah, but, you're going to give money to but one if you guy signed him, out of that group. But if you signed him when he was a free agent, that's not that wasn't in the early yet. What if you had him from now until this year? You could have probably won another Super Bowl. And you would have had him this year, another year in the belt. So yeah, I don't think they, weren't, been... they weren't thinking about now. I mean, they obviously were. They always do. But if they signed Forte then, which they clearly wanted to, they brought him in, they pretty much were going to sign him. Yeah, they, they, they were weren't going they, they, they weren't gonna pay him past this year. Like, this would have been his last year in New England. There's no question about that. Oh, you think it would have only been a one-year it would, deal? It would have been two years. Because he he signed last year, so you would Forte? have you would have Forte for two years. Well, what are you what are you was, talking about? Forte was on the Jets last year. No, he no, was no, not. He was this is his first this year on the Jets. First year in the free Are you agency? sure about that? That's uh, that's percent, sir. Yeah, that's yes, that's why because he was on the he was on the Bears last year, and but I remember because my buddy had him on the Bears for fantasy football, and he was out. But still, yeah, if <laughs> are you sure honestly, about that? I'm, I'm positive. A thousand percent, you're wrong. I mean, Fact I'm wrong a lot, so let's be real. But even though you honestly. With Deion Lewis, there was a lot of question marks at the time because Deion Lewis, we didn't know when he was going to come back. Yeah. Um. You know, you still have that knee. Um, that you know, clean James, up procedure. James White is going to yeah. be a, a free agent a year. in two years. So it's just like you. I can understand offering a two-year deal to Forte. That have been. And you could have kept him if that's could have kept him. And you could have kept him because if you then, say you don't keep James White, they don't really trust James White. First year as a Jet. <laughs> they don't trust James White. Can you imagine that off for like honestly? And then if they're it's gonna lock bananas, up, and yeah. then they were gonna give they're gonna give Bennett some money apparently next year. Yeah, I'm okay Bennett, with that. Gronk, I'm okay with that. Forte. This offense moves better with two tight ends. Yes, always. always. It opens everybody up because not because both tight ends are deep threats. Do you give Bennett money before you give Gronk money? Yes. N- Gronk's already locked up because you don't have for to. How pay long? Gronk, Gronk, his new contract kicks in now. now. Oh. So, so he I, wants honestly, to get paid. Honestly, I think so okay, okay. this is this is what this is what they're gonna do. And honestly, I feel like next Tommy year. Tommy Alarms, this is it. This is no. This is what they next year they're gonna address a couple of things. Hopefully, High Tower, Butler. They're gonna make decisions on when we're gonna pay these guys. They're gonna think French about Garoppolo, Martellus Bennett, Dumbass. and then no, 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 no. <laughs> and then after that, they're gonna work on Gronk steel. <laughs> you can do that all you want. I'm right. Okay. Well. Uh, so signing Martellus Bennett, I get the priority because we saw what happened last year when injuries started to riddle the Patriots. That takes away Tom Brady's options, and that means Edelman's going to get covered when Gronk's out more. When Gronk's being covered, uh, Gronk's going to be double teamed when Edelman's out. It's just it's, uh-huh. it's just how this offense moves. And adding Martellus Bennett frees up those two studs. Yep. And granted, Edelman's not having a phenomenal season. No, but he's really not. He's he's having a very mediocre season. Uh, but. 
having Martellus Bennett just makes his offense better. And we have two of the best run-blocking tight ends in the NFL here in New England. Probably the top two. That's that's why I think that's why you, why you can Garrett almost having a great year too. Yep, Validate. another reason except for besides Legarrette Bunt himself that Legarrette Bunt's having a good year. It's, I mean, yeah, and I think like that's why no, you can validate giving money. <laughs> that's why you give him the damn. Man he's good. No, he's good. He's good. But you do need you need run blockers. You can't run behind a crappy offensive line. Look what happened last year. Look at yeah. Marco Murray in Philly, best sure. running back yeah. in Awful. the game. Awful. Awful. Uh, Awful. But look, at Darren, it, look at Darren McFadden in Dallas. The complete opposite. He's not that good. Ran for a thousand yards last year. Yep, exactly. Because they have the best offensive now, line of football. I would give Zeke credit. Zeke's really good. Zeke's nasty. But Zeke's a, a, what would he be doing? What would he be doing in Philly? What would he be doing? You know what I mean? Like it's it's just what he still might be killing. You have people. the best offensive line in the game. When you when you wear half in, a tux in, to in the, the past draft, like twenty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for sure. When you wear half a tux to the draft, they're all young. They're all phenomenal. Yeah, that's crazy. Hello. What were you saying? Sorry. I was saying when you wear half a tux to a draft, you're going to be phenomenal in the NFL. You have that much confidence <laughs> to wear half in yourself. Tux. This yeah. guy, when he gets the ball, he's already full acceleration. Yeah. So, and he's a 225 pound back. So, when he hits you, you're going to feel it. He's not like, he's not a tiny running back. When he pops you, you are going to feel that running back <laughs> coming through. Um, before we go to break here, um, and I do want to stay on the NFL and the short break we have because the NFL might not be as bad as we think. And I do want to touch on that. But we were talking about Matt Forte and. Real quick, what does he do today to you? Obviously, on the Jets for the first year only. What what does he do today? I mean, the Jets. I, I think they're gonna be. It's gonna be a close game. I do, and I never say that. Uh, but I, I think that you go into the Meadowlands. You're you're going to a place that it's hard for them to play at MetLife, um, and the Jets somehow are always close. And Fitzpatrick's playing, who seems to always have good games against the Patriots. What is Matt Forte's role in beating the Patriots? Today? He's gonna torch them. Because everybody torches the Patriots because their defense sucks. Okay. Well, well, no, no. Well, honestly, I feel like because I don't. I feel like Malcolm Butler would do decent on on Brandon Marshall with safety help up top. I just feel like that kind of mold that Jamie Collins filled the void with you know tight ends <laughs> yeah. and running that guy, backs. That guy, yeah. yeah. Um. I feel like Forte is going to have a big day because running even the run def- defense the Patriots have struggled the past couple weeks. Um. So I feel like he's going to have a big day. A lot of screens. Will the wheel route murders the Patriots. They can't defend that for their life. Well, so the Patriots defense, people, I the people who defend the Patriots defense, it irritates me because yeah. they always go back to what's the most important stat? It's points allowed, which, okay. I hate that. The Patriots are third in the NFL, but you know what? Where are they in yards? Uh, in yards, they are 17th, yeah. 355, which has been the issue. They let everybody get into the red zone, bend, 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 and then break a little bit, I guess, if you kick a field goal. But, in the past three games, this team has given up an average of 22 points. You can't do that. And that includes a game against the San Francisco 49ers yep. who put 17 up on you. Yeah, That's a team who shouldn't get into double digits. No. Especially if you're the Super Bowl favorites. That When you play the San Francisco 49ers, you should not, they shouldn't be able to put that many points on the board. Yeah, I know. I know the last one was kind of garbage time. Still, though. They shouldn't even. They should not have gotten 17 points. Gronk's playing today. Everyone's playing today. I everyone's. Think. I think everyone's playing today. Yep. Um, Except which, for which, Cyrus Jones. Which whatever. <laughs> not good. Well, um, we need all the cornerbacks we can get next year. He can play next year. Um, <laughs> when we come back, I, I want to stick to the. I want to stick to the NFL. Um, we'll, we're going to do more Pats, Jets, and everything. 12 o'clock hour. We'll save that half hour for that. Um, is the NFL really that bad? You know, we, we've talked about it. Um, how bad the product is. But look at top of the AFC. You and the you and the three other teams are tied for, for first place right now. Um, we'll touch on that next Sunday. Sit down. ESPN New Hampshire.
Beals Insurance Agency is proud to announce the opening of their new Londonderry office. Located on Route 102, Beals Insurance is committed to serving Londonderry, Hudson, Wyndham, and Litchfield while offering the best price and quality coverage that's right for you. Whether it's home, auto, or business insurance, make the right call with Beals Insurance Agency. Call Steve at 603-471-9999 or visit BealsInsurance.com. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, Southern New Hampshire, and Southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. You don't have to be a history major to know that a lot has changed since 1865. Just look out your back door. As author Jack Noon explained in the January-February edition of Wildlife Journal in an article titled 150 Years Conserving New Hampshire's Wildlife. In 1865, the legislature authorized the governor to appoint two commissioners on fisheries who quickly set to work introducing landlocked salmon and smallmouth bass to the state and attempting to restore the salmon and shad runs. A few years after that, the fish commissioners were charged with wildlife responsibilities as well. Hunting licenses were introduced for non-residents in 1903. In 1917, fishing licenses became available. In that 150 years, there have been many fish and game success stories and some that didn't quite make the cut. But because of those efforts that started in 1865, Seeing deer, moose, bear, eagles, and turkeys is not the uncommon occurrence it once was. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the facts. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. This is the Sports Station with Granite Roots. This is ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. I am Steve Accardi. 
The Patriots are in New Jersey today to take on the bottom dwellers in the AFC East in the New York Jets. Kickoff is at 4.30. Quarterback Tom Brady missed Wednesday and Thursday's practice, nursing a sore knee but is expected to play. Brady will have a full arsenal of weapons as Rob Gronkowski, Chris Hogan, and Martellus, Martellus Bennett will play today. Jabal Shear did travel with the team. He was a healthy scratch and did not make the San Francisco trip last week. The Celtics blew a 14-point lead on route to a 108-103 loss to the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs bench was a difference maker in this game and outscored the Celtics 56-30, led by Patty Mills, who poured in 19 points. Jay Crowder had an effective game with 18 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds. The Seas have today off, but will take on the lowly Miami Heat, who will be without star point guard Goran Dragic on Monday. The Bruins will look to snap a two-game losing streak when they host Steven Stamkos and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The, pupple, the puck will drop right at 1 p.m. Atlanta Falcons star cornerback Desmond Trufant will miss the remainder of the season as he will need surgery on a torn pectoral muscle. Conor McGregor's reign as dual champion lasted a total of two weeks as he officially vacated the featherweight championship yesterday. This 90-second update was brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Week of Greatness brought it again for the fifth year. How is it possible it keeps getting better even after all these years? Kind of makes you wonder what Foot Locker is up to. You know, that's an unfortunate mindset you got there. Tom Brady. Just because something's great year after year doesn't mean anything's going on. Why can't some things just be great? Just a question. It starts with questions, and then questions turn into assumptions, and then assumptions turn into vacations. So why would you punish the Week of Greatness for something that never even happened? I lost my appetite. I just really wanted to play that. I'm hungry. What a great, what a great quarterback. What a great quarterback. What a great, what a great guy. Foot Locker, shouts to you. Yeah, they're, um, they're killing their commercials. Love right Foot Locker. Um, Foot Locker is like the Geico of sports now with their commercials. They're just coming out with good ones right after another. They really are. Geico. I don't know who's Geico's like agency is, but they're on fire. I have Geico. I don't know if I. I do. Mainly because they saved me a lot of money because I couldn't drive when I was younger and like, my accidents are on there. So. Is it 15% or more? It is 15% or more. All right. Just, the just, ice, just the ice tea commercial is amazing. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. The, the ice tea at a lemonade stand is something you wouldn't expect. Something you wouldn't expect. <laughs> um, I honestly, I played that too because I hinted at the break that I wanted to talk about like the NFL and how, how we've kind of misperceived what it was going to be because the NFL really isn't as bad as we thought, and despite the issues with Deflate Gay in the, in the off the field crap with the CBA, um, you have some good teams here, and it's some matchups that are fun to watch. Tonight's game, for instance, is a game that was flexed in to take the Patriots Jets out of NBC football tonight, Sunday Night Football. You have Kansas City and Denver playing tonight. That should be a good game. Two teams who are tied atop their division with the Raiders, um, and they're fighting for trying to get one of those top two seeds for a bye. Um, Raiders are playing Carolina, so go Panthers today. But you no, have. I like the Raiders. Not when they're the one seed. Raiders, not yeah. When not when they're not, Raiders. Not, yeah, are taking the Raiders it. are going to be in the playoffs. There's no question. I they're like the Raiders. They're going to be in the but Super Bowl. Are, are you ready for the teams? You don't want to root for the teams that are going to No, because the I know the Raiders are going to lose yeah, a couple games down the stretch. So I want them to at least, you know, Let's get go some. Raiders. Yeah, I, I'm all on the Raiders. I love the Raiders. I'm on the Ran- Raiders bandwagon fan as well. But it's just a matter of I'm rooting for them to get off of the one seed. Because right now, if you're tied with any of these teams, you don't get it. I really want the Patriots to get that because one what's the third tiebreaker? It's the, it's like the strength, strength of wins, wins and, and it's like you played the Browns and the, yeah, the Browns of the 49ers the 40. will kill them because combined they are one and twenty. Yeah. So the the Patriots definitely need that number one seed because I, I want them to play at home. Last year when they didn't play at home, 
They I think I think that game in Gillette last year, I think they still lose. Yeah. I'm not I'm not with that whole bandwagon that says the Patriots would have won if they were in Gillette because Von Miller dom- Von Miller will dominate that offensive line last season, whether they are playing I mean, in Foxborough or Denver. The game was close, and they potentially should have gone to overtime. The two-point conversion yes. play was terrible. Mitt Brady missed that throw, but put that game at home, they probably do win, just I, the way everything went. Yeah, I disagree. Because yeah, they sure got off to dominate, stronger... but they're not going to have the snap count. But they would have got off to a stronger start. Yeah, and, they would, and the, the, the communication between the offensive line, because let's be honest, there's really no home field advantage being in Foxborough. The crowd doesn't really get that rowdy. I mean, it's not like you're in Denver. It's not like you're an Arrowhead. What do you mean but they don't get the snap count? The, like S- Brian Stork was giving up the snap I count because he think couldn't they, hear anything, so he he just had to go. I I think he still because uh, no him him lifting He's, up his uh, head had not nothing to do get, with the crowd no, noise. Honestly, nothing to do with the crowd. That honestly, was just that was just a dumb mental mistake. And all that th- they should have cut through the game. That's on that's on the offensive line coach too. And if you're telling get so, out of here, Gooch. Yeah, who was yeah, it? Yeah, so. <laughs> but if it, that game's in Foxborough, there's no way that Demarcus Ware and and, and Von Miller is going to get Von Miller. Von Miller's doing whatever he wants to do, but there's no way they're going to run that wild on the Patriots and not going to be able to make adjustments at the line yep. of scrimmage because the crowd was so loud. They st- I think they still do because Brian Stork's still going to be lifting his head. But think about, that. Think about all the I issues don't. the Patriots they had on game. the road. Think about all the issues the Patriots had on the road. Nope, they they still only game. lost by what? A couple points? They lost, but didn't they lose by a point? Was it one point? Exactly. It was two because Gostowski missed Was it like 20 to 18, something like that? They lose by two points. Because Guskowski missed the extra and point. The and the yips began, began right began there. Um, and they have not left. No, uh, they have He's been struggling. That's around the league, too. That's, that's a it's, thing. It's a whole – they missed – what, was it 12? Was it last week when they it had 12, 12 it was missed 12. extra points yeah. on Sunday? Oh. Yeah. That's and a record. So I, I have to think that Guskowski's immune to this, but he's not because you've seen it since Denver. He just hasn't kicked. He missed last week, too. Yeah, I know. And he's, he was one of those 12. Um, you know the only kicker that really hasn't been affected by this? The Sebastian Janikowski. Oh, oh, or Adam Minateri. Or Adam Vinatieri. Slugs beers, kick field goals. That's, that's, that's Janikowski. I'm just saying, Janikowski <laughs> and a lefty, love it. Uh, is Beautiful. the best kicker of all time, in my opinion. He no, might be. He's not still, Adam Vinatieri. No, he's still well, cooking. I mean, I, the, Adam Vinatieri will probably have the edge just because he's been on winning teams. I can't knock Janikowski for that. Dude, he's got a leg though, Janikowski. Oh my God, he can still kick sixty yards. How old is Janikowski? 40? Old. He's got to be forty. Is he in his fifty? He was a first round draft pick. And that, that tells you you're a damn good kicker if you're a first-round draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> he was a first-round draft um, pick. I think he was drafted like 18th. Yeah, he is. Um, Janikowski is 38 years that's old. That's it? Looks like a murderer. I thought he'd be like 45. Yeah, I thought he'd be. I thought he'd be like Morton Anderson type wow. age. That's crazy. So I, I'm loving this. I'm loving this uh, description they have him. He does. Sebastian Janikowski is a Polish-born American football player, football place kicker for the Oakland Raiders of the National Football League. What a, what a guy. Vinatieri did miss an extra point last week. So he did. He yeah, did he did one? miss one. Oh, he did miss one. See, that's so rare. Wow. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, but like, it's just, it just like the only person that really hasn't been affected is Janikowski, just because this guy He's stud. is ridiculous. Love the left leg. Um, is the league as bad as we thought, though? Like, really? Because like, obviously the the missed kicks are a problem, but you have te- teams atop the AFC competing. Y- you know, every year you have these bad teams. You have you have the Cleveland Browns of the world, but. You have a lot more better teams than we thought. We thought the Patriots were going to run away with the AFC, and they're not. I, and look in the NFC, and you have teams that are, Seattle's still there. Cowboys are coming out of nowhere, and they're phenomenal this year. Um, Vikings can still be, potentially be a threat. Uh, you have all these other teams in the NFC. Redskins are doing well this year. They're they're a good team. I there's I, a lot of there's a lot of success in the NFL so far. I feel like there's good divisions. Well, yeah. 
So and that's division. there's in awful divisions. We'll I mean, I think, it's, I think well, it's well, the AFC South is, South is a garbage. AFC is, AFC well, we'll look at the NFC South too. NFC South is is not good. Just eliminate the South. Six and four is winning the division. Yeah, NFC NFC South is not good at all. But then you look at, I mean, arguably, what's the best division in football? It's, it could be the NFC East or the AFC right, West. AFC West is pretty damn good. Well, I'm looking at the NFC East right now. Dallas is ten to one. The Giants are seven and three. Washington six and four, and Philly's five and five. I would give it to the. Because you have three teams at seven and two uh, that are battling for first place. Battling for first I'm place. Just, I, I'll give it to AFC West because I think talent wise and eye test, I think if you take those three teams against the, the Dallas Giants and Redskins, I don't think the Redskins are that good. Giants are okay, and I don't, for some reason, I'm still, I like Dallas. Do I think Dallas is going to get to the NFC Championship over a team like Seattle? No. We'll see how Dak reacts. We'll to the see. Playoffs. I think they're going to get. But to, then, they're, gonna, they're not going to have to go. Through but then Seattle you can say the, the same exact thing about 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 Oakland and Kansas City. Like, do you think they can have the balls and the team and the depth to get to an AFC Championship game? Probably not. Denver? Yeah. I think what helps the AFC. I think Oakland gets the NFC AFC Championship game. Um, I. Well, who do they have to go through? Pittsburgh. That's, oh, Denver. it all depends on the matchup. If you play Pittsburgh, then they're going to get. But, in. but if Oakland's home. I, I think they could too, but what's what I think helps the AFC is Actually, in the beginning of the season we thought that the Patriots were just going to run away with this because the Patriots looked liter- they looked unbeatable. Well, they looked, they, trade halfway their defense, they looked yeah. invincible until you got rid of Jamie Collins and then people started to see the the holes in the defense. Their secondary is not playing that great. There's no pass rush. Blah 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 blah. We've heard the story before, but now that the Patriots show that they're not the they 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 have competitors in the AFC, I think that's helping the league yeah because now there's like all right the Patriots aren't definitely going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. Oakland has a chance Denver has a chance Kansas City looks good and the Pittsburgh's fact- offense if they're hot they are they're Baltimore insanely nasty Baltimore Miami's on a five-game win streak yeah, but if they get in Baltimore yeah Baltimore in the scares me and, and in the playoffs Baltimore and, is a team to- yo honestly yeah. the fact that they're I'm I still don't think there is but that you could make a case for some competition the AFC East with Miami their resurgence as five of game late. win streak. Five Miami, game Miami's win streak. still only two games back in yeah, the division. They're only two games. Usually back. you're close to the division by now. We haven't done that hey, yet. Something interesting that you brought up about both teams were talking about trying to get the one and two seat one and two seat Oakland and Patriots. They're three and two at home, five and zero on the road. Who? Both the Raiders and the Patriots. Both together? Yep. Oh wow. Like both of them are five and zero on the road. They're a good road team. I guess so. So maybe home we know what the Patriots unless you're going to I honestly think there's only two stadiums really where you, it makes a difference on where you're playing well, look at, look at and that's you Arrowhead and that's and that's Mile High those two I think Seattle kind of the, no no in the Seattle. AFC yeah, but you're, oh, not, the you're, AFC, you're not gonna have to go to Seattle the AFC, you're not gonna have to NFC, go to Seattle. NFC there's a bunch of stadiums that actually have a huge effect I wouldn't on want to play you're Minnesota are you kidding me their fans are ridiculous Minnesota I would even say I don't think Green Bay is going to get that, but that's a tough Lambeau place to play. Lambeau can be hard to play. Yep. Seattle, we all know that stadium is brutal to play yeah. in. Because but if you look at the AFC, Arrowhead and Mile High are the two that that's, could, you could happen. Avoid. You you need to avoid. I think the Patriots could go play in Oakland. I don't think I'm worried about that. I, Raiders I fans are nuts, but I think Oakland's going to play. I mean, you got, the Raiders got their asses kicked both times they went to Arrowhead yep. and Mile High. So you got to avoid those stadiums. Yep. That's why home field is essential for that case. Our number one in the book, Sunday sit-down. We'll be back. Uh, we're going to look at Patriots Jacks next.